Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. What a weekend that was, huh? For you Jazz fans, total downer. Complete downer. Losing to the Spurs Friday, that was awful. You want to nominate that for worst loss of the year? You got some competition, but it's definitely in the running. Losing to Houston, losing to seven-man Denver. It's been some bad losses recently. Those three jump right out at me. But that was a bad one against the Spurs. Regardless of whether you think it was the first, second, third, or fourth worst loss of the year. Conversely, for uh, college teams, uh, the Aggies not playing, and it looks like everybody around them is losing, and it's improving their NCAA tournament outlook, even though they didn't play. Uh, The youth snapped their three-game losing streak by beating USC. That was a comfortable win. And for BYU, just an exclamation point on senior night to take down number 2 Gonzaga and do it by double digits. That was a great win. Right now, we're going to take you to the podium and let you listen to the victorious Cougars. No. (laughs) That was was unbelievable. Uh, Just the fight that we had. Um, I know I, I'm trying to trying to be in the moment, but this team has such big goals that I can't help but think how encouraging that is for for our future, uh, for making the run that we want to make and doing the things that we want to do. Um, just our ability to fight and continue to fight. And Gonzaga is a great team, and they made their runs and they had great players out there making great plays. But uh, nothing they did slowed us down, and uh, it gets me really excited for the future. Coach Few talking to him, yeah, he's acknowledged you guys have out-toughed Gonzaga in every phase of the game tonight. Well, was there a concerted effort from the opening tip to, to just be more physical and to just expend that extra effort? Yeah, we just wanted to fight for each other, you know. And the crazy thing about this team is we weren't just fighting out there for the seniors, even because it's senior night. It, it was It's just us. It's another game where we have to fight for each other. And it was a great opportunity to put us in a good position to finish second in the league. And uh, we just wanted to fight for each other and make our last game in here together special. TJ, there, there was a moment in the first five minutes on, on three different defensive possessions. You had back-to-back charges, and then you had a steal. How, what do you think that sequence says about yeah, you know that's that's a huge focus uh, on our team. Um, at the beginning of the game or before the game in the locker room, coach had defense wins up on the board, and um, you know somebody's got to take charges if Dalt's out. So, you know, I thought I thought I could get a couple tonight. That's good, man. Just a little. I think it looks good. My wife likes it, so oh I'm a tough guy, man. I have a black eye in the morning, show up to church, and I want to say, you're a tough guy. Jake, what does this result indicate about your team? I think, uh, I think it just shows that, um, that we can learn and we can grow, and we're not satisfied. We want to, to continue to get better. That's been our focus all year long, and um, I think – uh, we battled tonight, and we really, we really laid it all on the line. And um, the message is pretty consistent among all the guys on the team. It's just that we want to fight for each other. You know, we got a lot of seniors on this team. It's their last run at this, and so we we want to to do everything we can to win. And so I think tonight just shows us that you know we can play. You know, we can we can win. When we're playing together and we're fighting for each other, we can we can win um, the best teams in the country, and I think uh, that's going to give us a lot of confidence going forward. 
We can win the best teams in the country. I did not say that. You did. I, I said against. Mm, I didn't hear it. Oh. We got the replay here, though. <laughs> From the, yeah. <laughs> you, guys got, you guys got 14 and yeah. came back at you. What, what was the impetus to hold on to that lead and, and get, get out? From just, yeah, just to continue to fight. And we knew they were going to make runs, and we wanted to just uh, take it one possession at a time. Um, I think we were letting them get out in transition, which is where they, um, they do really well. And so once we, uh, once we kind of took care of that and uh, um, were able to, to get some buckets and kind of extend the lead back, but um, we knew they were going to you know, give us their best shot, and we wanted to just uh, take it one possession at a time. And if, and if we felt you know, some frustration or if we felt like things weren't going our way, which at times they did tonight, we wanted to just move on to the next play. And I think we did a great job of doing that tonight. Yoli, uh, you guys forced 14 turnovers, scored 18 points off of those turnovers. And it seemed like once those hands started getting in the passing lanes, they started kind of panicking. Did, did you sense that, they, that your activity on defense kind of sped them up and forced them to take shots they didn't like taking, didn't necessarily want to take? For sure. I think, um, <clears throat> again, they're a very good team. And while I'm thinking about it, I just if, if any of this interview gets out to them, I apologize we didn't get to shake their hands after the game. They're a great team, and, and we all respect them and uh, respect what they do in this conference and nationally. And um, But to answer your question, I think that uh, we were playing together on both ends of the floor. And we kind of had this mindset of, you know, it's, it's never one-on-one. -on -one. We've been talking about that a lot lately. It's one-on-five. And uh, it's a lot easier to go help and make plays when you trust that your teammate has your back and uh, they're not going to leave you hanging out to dry. So uh, I think we were just all locked in tonight on helping each other. Yoli, what are you guys going to do to celebrate this win? Shoot, I'm going to go home. I don't know. I eat pretty healthy, but I might get some crumble or something. I'm not going to plug them. That's maybe later when I can do that. I'm going to get maybe a cookie company or something. But no, I'm going to go to bed, church in the morning. I got a fireside tomorrow night, and I'm so happy that I get to go into a fireside with the win, because that would have been rough. Julie, you got three fouls early in the game. How did you manage to stay out of trouble? Yeah, I guess I'm just a hack lately. I just can't stay out of foul trouble. But um, I tried to play with my feet more. Um, the coaches have talked to me a lot about uh, when I get timid on defense because I'm in foul trouble, I tend to get more fouls because I'm, I'm making up plays with my hands instead of just being aggressive with my feet and uh, trying to be in the right spot and, and almost ignoring the fact that I'm in foul trouble. So that's what I tried to do tonight. And uh, I thought the refs did a great job tonight. I thought they were really consistent throughout and they let us play. TJ, I know it's the second to last regular season game, but is this a season-defining win in your mind? I think it's... Every win right now is huge for us, and this win just keeps giving us confidence. You know, keeps our momentum going, and you know, there's magic that happens in March. And so when you have a lot of momentum and you got some magic going, uh, it's going to be really good for us. And so this is definitely a huge momentum builder for us, and um, it's a great win for us. And um, the thing that this team has done well all year is we take it one game at a time, and. Um, we're going to get better from this, and uh, we're excited for next week as well. For all of you guys, how did you build out the reception? Do you fans gave in the pregame for your senior 
It's unbelievable. I was I was in the tunnel and I I started I started tearing up a little bit and Yoli was like, "We'll cry after, bro. We'll cry after." And so, it's it, it was amazing. That is this place is is unbelievable and these fans are incredible and, um, you know how they showed out tonight was unlike anything I've ever experienced. It was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, you know BYU, <coughs> bro. I said I wouldn't get emotional. I got to relax. Come on. Like, BYU will always be home to me. And I was a little irritated because they were so great tonight that I almost started crying before the game. I'm like, I got to focus on the game. But they were they were amazing all night long. And um, it's so sad that we're not going to be, be able to play out there again. But uh, there's not a, not a group of guys I'd rather do it with. And uh, we really have the best fan base in the country. We travel, and at home, I mean, I think we just showed the country what, what we do at home. So I, I just love the fan base here. Yeah, you know, when you experience those lows, it's it's like, man, winning is that much sweeter. And this team has definitely been through a lot this year, and we've had a lot of ups and downs. But what I love about us is we just continue to fight, and adversity comes our way, and the next day we're there at practice, and we're, we're there to fight. And when you have a team like that that they work so hard every day and they just care about getting better uh you know super super cool moments like this they happen and this team this team deserves it we've worked we've worked extremely hard um since april may we've we've been together so jake you've been hopeful for a while now what it feel to be able to give him this 100th career win with a game like tonight yeah uh, i'm so happy for him uh he's he's a special coach he believes in us he loves us and it's it's definitely uh, it's uh, I feel really blessed to be able to play for him. Um, he's he's uh, he's a great coach, uh, but I'm so happy for him and the hundredth win. And if you ask him about it, he's going to give all the credit to us and to his assistants and to everyone else around him. But uh, yeah, what a what a what a special night! What a um, for for everyone involved. I, I feel so happy for everyone that. Um, that has been with us through the ups and downs and stuck with us. Um, I think uh, we're all going to remember where we were tonight and and the feeling that we had in that building. Jake, BYU is one of the teams with the most uh, triples in the nation. You tonight, you did 15 points. How does that make you feel? How are you going to take this in the next for the rest of the season? Yeah, I think we all we all know that. Um, this team, we can we shoot the ball really well. We share the ball. We get you know great looks um, offensively by sharing the ball. And I think uh, the thing that I love about us is um, when you know we when we don't shoot the ball very well, we respond by you know taking the same shots, finishing them, and and then eventually we 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 knock them down at, at a high clip. So I think with this team, we just we just keep putting in the work and keep trusting in each other to take the right shots, and they're gonna fall. Is this what you envision before you transfer to BYU? Man, I, I don't even know. Like, I, I knew that that we uh, that we had a special team and that we we had a chance to do something. But every step of the way, you know, my confidence has grown, and um, the the things that we've been through as a team have really uh, really taught me and, and showed me what this team is about. And we fight and we love each other. 
And so on a night like tonight, a team that fights and a team that loves each other and plays for each other, that's what happens, man. We go out there and we play for play for everything and we, we, we get it done. So I think, uh, and man, I'm so happy to be here and, and reflecting on my journey here, um, you know, coming back. It's it's crazy, but I, I couldn't be more grateful for, for this opportunity and, and to be on this team, man. These these guys are amazing, and, and I truly love them. Back here, guys. Um, any of you can answer this question, but what is the one word that you would use to describe tonight? <sighs> Tough question. One word? Should we say it on three? Oh, yeah, let's do it. The two? What do we say? Dalton's word. <laughs> what is it? Dalton's word. Dalton's, Dalton's, Dalton's word? Yeah. I don't know what that is. Three <laughs> you know it. All right. All right, let's see if we can do it. I don't know. Ready? One, One two, two, three. three. Toughness. Fight. Oh, what'd you say? What <laughs> did a, you say, bro? What did fight. you say? What'd you say? I said fight. Fight? It's the same word. Same thing. Same word. Same thing. Right, That's fight. what. Toughness. Fight. Toughness. Same thing. Great. You guys get the Legendary. point. We fought. We fought for each other tonight. Yeah. With toughness. There are the Cougars, Jake Toulson, TJ Haas, and Yoli Childs after the big win. When we come back, the best of the Jazz postgame show, what went wrong against Houston. Stay with us. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo. Wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Well, the Jazz got blown off the floor by San Antonio, competed very well for a half against Houston, and then got destroyed in the third quarter and ended up losing that game to the Rockets. Let's get you to the best of the postgame show. It's your Jazz recap here on DJ and PK on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. The Jazz fell on Saturday to the Houston Rockets, 120-110. to They actually go 0-2 for over the weekend, losing to San Antonio on Friday night. Big night for James Harden, 30. 38 points on 13 of 23 shooting in only 37 minutes. He had seven assists, five rebounds as well. Absolutely unstoppable. Russell Westbrook added 34 for the Houston Rockets. As far as the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell had 31, trying to bring him back in the fourth. A little bit too little, too late. Jordan Clarkson with 22 coming in off the bench. All right, let's get you some postgame sound. Let's start with Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. We're open for questions. Quinn, I, you know, I don't know that this was the biggest issue, but again, you guys struggled from the three-point line tonight, shooting only 22%. Is there a particular reason you seem to struggle against this team in particular uh, at kind of making the threes that you guys get? I don't, I don't, it's hard to generalize on that. Um, you know, I thought we we had good shooters with some good looks and um, didn't didn't knock them down. That's um, which we have, you know, and I think our when you, you don't make um, shots, it, it impacts your defense. You know that said, I thought the th- you know the third quarter we we didn't have the same energy we needed on the defensive end. You know we didn't get our hands on balls, we didn't get deflections. You know we fouled once, which tells you a little bit about you know our aggressiveness. So um, and there's a, a number of things that you know you can point to as far as the three point shooting goes. I, I, I don't know if you can attribute it to Houston or, or not. You know. I feel like we, we got some good looks. 
On the flip side, on offensively, they were eight of nine in the first quarter from three. Can you do more to dictate that, or do you just run into it some nights? No, I mean you're gonna, you know, it's very difficult to take away hard and step back. You know, I think the the thing you can try to do is not foul. Um, you know, and he made some early, and then you know their team did. You know, everybody knocks them. Then you, you hope that you know there's a law of averages, and that did play out. You know, as as, as far as in the first half, and they started missing some. You're gonna give. You're going to give some up to some of those guys if you're, you know, you're in position to, to do the things you need to do against James. Um, you know, maybe a few of them early. I thought maybe we could have been a little closer, contest a little harder. But um, like I said, you're going to give some stuff up in that respect. I think you can hopefully do as much as you can prior to impact it. Quinn, against a team like this, that they don't have the length and height that you guys do, is there something more that you can do to get Rudy involved and get maybe the ball to him closer to the rim? Yeah, that's a, kind of an ongoing conversation. When you watch when we play, they, they commit two or three guys to Rudy at all times. And, you know, even when you try to throw the ball up, um, they're flying in. And, you know, people think of them, you know, Covington's not small. Um, you know their wings are house isn't small. They're, you know their wings are, are athletic, and you know they, they commit to that, and that's why we got some got some good looks. But you know when we do get it inside, we've got to finish too. Quinn, after uh, last night's game, a lot of the guys in the locker room were talking about the need to come out with more force, more mm -hmm. intensity, more effort all the time, not just having it be a sporadic thing. Yeah. How did you feel? Uh, the team did in those areas tonight overall? I thought we were, you know, last night wasn't a great, you know, that's a low bar as far as that goes, but <clears throat> um, I thought particularly offensively, that, you know, especially against Houston, um, that's, you know, it's part of the game plan is to try to play vertically um, and to be able to play through them. And, you know, there were times we did that and there were other times we didn't. With respect to Rudy, you said that it's an ongoing conversation. You mean as far no, as... No, I meant with Houston they, okay. because they do such a good job of, you know, they switch and pick and roll and get below them, so it's very difficult for him to roll. And a lot of times the situation he's in is, you know, being spaced where guys can attack the rim and um, having a chance to offensive rebound too. So um, when teams are that committed, you know, to putting bodies on him, they foul him every time he got it, and, you know, when he, meaning when he's tried to finish. And um, that's clearly part of what they've committed to against, um, you know, we saw that last night against San Antonio too. So, you know, Rudy has to just continue to work to get his, and there's going to be nights when teams play a certain way and, you know, those opportunities aren't going to be there. Coach, I saw you employ zone defense a few times uh, during the game. Is um, what are your initial impressions of that and the effectiveness tonight? And is that something a Houston tactic, or is that something we'll see going forward? I mean, it's something that you know we've talked about at various times, and sometimes head of the game, um, you know, considering using it, and then ended up not doing it for whatever reason. But you know, it's just an opportunity to give them a little different look, you know, in certain situations. I thought. You know, we had some success with it in the first half. Um, part of the nature of zone is you're you're going to give something up, and um, you know whether or not the ball goes in sometimes makes you feel whether or not you're playing playing well. And so, I, I don't I don't think it's anything that um, you know, necessarily commit to you know the way that you know Syracuse would. Um, 
but it is something that, that we felt like, you know, giving, really it comes down to giving James Harden different looks, you know, or if he's out of the game, um, you know, in certain matchup situations. So we felt like it was something that we could do to change the game a little bit. There you go. That's Quinn Snyder after his team fell to the Houston Rockets on Saturday night, 120 to 110. Let's now take you inside the locker room. Let's start things off with Donovan Mitchell. Mindset. Uh, it's a mindset. Uh, are you saying we didn't play hard? No, we. Um, I think it's more of a mindset. I think we played hard. Uh, we did a lot of good things, but you know, I think at the end of the day, we those slippage. We had a few slippage. Is uh, however you say it. Um, again, and then you know that leads to them getting threes. You know, missed rotations. Um, third quarter, we kind of came out a little stagnant. We moved the ball great the first two quarters, and the third quarter, we kind of got a little bit of a. Know, kind of ISO like you know but you know it's 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 not a, a selfish thing it's just you know it's sometimes you just get that way you know but we got to get find a way to get back into our ball movement uh, much quicker Houston kind of collapses around Rudy is there anything that you guys can do to um I mean you know we, we're trying to find them you know at the end of the day they do a great job you know he even had what six rebounds like you know they're, they're putting all their emphasis on making sure he doesn't get the ball you know so you know we're gonna keep looking you know um obviously we don't think we play him again but you know I think the looks were there for sure um but at the end of the day you know we got a lot of open shots out of them trying to collapse on him and I think that's what we want thing and I'm not trying to get you in trouble with it but do you feel like it seemed like you were frustrated with kind of the inequality of the calls between you and Sheldon <laughs> <laughs> Um no I mean he he's he's an expert at it you know he's an expert at drawing fouls you know I'm in my th- me specifically at the team when you ask that question when you say I saw it. Um, I think, you know, like I said, he's, he's an expert at it. You know, he's mastered it. You know, that's what he does. And, you know, I, for us, we just got to be able to play through it. You know, there are times where the calls are going to go our way and the calls aren't. You know, sometimes, you know, you can't really let it affect you uh, in different ways. But there are times where we definitely got frustrated. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's visual. We were definitely out there. But, you know, it's a matter of what you do next. You know, at the end of the day, you know, there were calls that he got frustrated and they got frustrated on, but they were able to move on. You know, and I think that's the biggest thing if we could take away from that. The, the concept play hard 48 minutes how much is that is that magnified more against a team like the Rockets um, against like yeah I think against a team you know where you got to be locked in you know you got to understand if we double you know the road where the rotations have to be um, understanding who likes to get to what spot you know understanding who's in the on the wing versus who's in the corner you know I think it's a lot of mental behind that it's not even just like the physical component you could play hard but you got to play smart as well and I think that's um, something we did we did a good job of, but there were, we had lapses you know I think we, that was the biggest You've talked about trying to play through a number of different things. How much do you feel like your team has allowed a mistake or or a misfortune compound and turn into multiple? Yeah, um, you know, there are times where it kind of is like you miss a few shots that are open, you know, miss a a few good looks, and then they come down and hit a tough three or three when you you do everything right on the defensive end. You know, uh, I think the biggest thing for us is to find a way to to move on to the next play. You know, it definitely hurts for sure. I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, it's easy to just move on, but we've got to find ways to just move on. And even if we miss four or five in a row, our defense has to pick up even more. With the way they spread the floor now, what kind of pressure do James and Russ put on defense? Um, I think they, they, they do a good job of getting to the paint. You know, you never know. You know, with Russ, you know where he's going. You know, but James, you never know where they could be the paint, the three. Um, and they do a good mm-hmm. job of it. You know, they kind of attack with a fearless mindset, but also knowing that, you know, if they get stopped, you know, they have guys who can knock shots down. So it makes it really tough on, on, a, on a defense, but that's why you got to stay locked in. We did a really good job of that uh, when we played them uh, at their place. You know, and like I said, you have a few lapses that leads to a 10-point loss. So we really 
right we were right there we were up at half you know so I think it's just a matter of just a few laps and a lack of uh, I wouldn't say urgency but just being right being being there having each other's back you really took over in the fourth quarter is that something you think you can do more of are you pacing yourself um, no I mean I think for me um, just trying to attack you know and um, some of the shots that I missed or in the, in the first half I started to make and started to just become confident the biggest thing is to keep shooting um, I'm not, I shall not never been shy you know just go out there and just continue to find ways to get downhill um, I think for me, you know, kind of not letting it get to a what was a 13 point lead, and then you know, kind of being more aggressive, I think doing that earlier, um, and also finding my spots, you know, a little bit better. But like I said, you know, trust your teammates. You know, we made a, we got a lot of good things in the first half. Got a lot of great things, you know, especially with the unit. I think it was like George, Joe, um, JC. Um, Mike and, and Juwan, like they, they moved the ball well, so being able to do that, so just trying to find the balance that and not really have to just go every time. And I think I've, this year especially, I've done a pretty good job of that. Guys, that's Donovan Mitchell. Let's go back to you. That was Donovan Mitchell. He had 31 points on 12 of 24 shooting. He also added seven rebounds and three assists. Let's now let you hear from Rudy Gobert. I probably need to watch the game again. You know, I felt like uh, there was a game of runs, and uh, I think they made. I mean, James got going in the third. We, I feel like offensively, we turned the ball over a little more. We we didn't get as good of shots that we had in the other quarters in that quarter, and uh, you know, they made a run. I said it felt like you guys didn't come out with the same energy level that you had in the in the first half. Do you agree with that? I agree with that. You know, I think it's definitely related. Everyone knows that you focus on what you can do first. But when you get the Rockets' best effort, how good are they? I mean, they're one of the best in the in the league. You know, so it's uh, we think we are too. It's always a uh, you know a particular game because of the way they play, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's always a tough game for sure. James and Russ getting 38 and 34. Like, do you, do you feel like you obviously kind of followed the game plan, but do you think you followed it well enough? Or and they were just making shots, or like was it something you guys could have done more? There's always something we couldn't do more. You know, I think uh, I feel like we did a pretty decent job on, on Russ. Uh, you know, he's, he's a very high volume scorer, so it's as long as you don't get let him get too many points in the paint, you know, and try to make him earn it. Uh, Either making shots or, you know, that's the only way you can make him earn it. And uh, and James is, you know, we get. I think we can do better. I think we like if if you're gonna be if you're gonna do like be more aggressive on him and double him and do that stuff, you shouldn't be able to get 38 because he gets 38 and all those other guys are also having fun. You know, so we get a pick. You know, either is gonna get 50 or I don't know how many 50 hard shots. You know, and. Uh, we can't let we can't give them everything. After a couple of games of it, what do you think of the strategy of you guarding Russ and you know kind of daring him to shoot? I mean, like I said, I need to watch the game. You know, see what I, what happened. I think I would do it again. You know, I think I would do it again. I think uh, you know having Russ being guarded by one of our guards is a is a mismatch and. You know, when I'm guarding him, at least he doesn't get to the rim. You know, so he, he can make shots. Uh, he's gonna miss shots. He's gonna make shots. Uh, but uh, at least he doesn't just 
break us down and you know bring the double team and you know find his teammates. You know we we allowed to we we get we make him work. That's pretty much it. You know we work, make him work and he's able to make those shots sometimes and sometimes it's not. So you know we, we gotta live with that and keep going. Keep yeah, the thing doing what we do. Sorry, the thing they talk about is transition. Does does matchups matter there, or is that just? Uh, that's 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 where I think we can do a better job. You know, I think in half court we did a pretty good job, but when we when we take bad shots or turn the ball over, then they, and they run on us. You know, we it's hard because we we cross match every single time, and we I think we can do a better job communicating and and you know make sure we we cover the rim, the ball in the rim first, and and then we're able to. Just know who we got in and play accordingly, you know, to the matchups. You spoke last night about the need going forward to come out ready from the outset, about uh, the need to have more focus more often, be more forceful more often. How do you feel the team did in those areas tonight? I think we started the game the right way, you know, uh, with the right mindset. Um, you know, I think, like I said, you know, it's, I mean, was back to back and all that, but I think we can definitely do a better job. And it's on us to remind ourselves that, you know, like push each other, you know, in a way that even when we're a little tired, we we raise our level and raise our focus and communication. I mean, when when even when you're tired, you should be able to talk. It doesn't take much energy to move your lips, and you know, I think we can do better at that for sure. Because that's Rudy Gobert. Let's go back to you. There you go. That was Rudy Gobert. Weird matchup for him as Houston goes with that small ball lineup, but he did have 12 points, six boards, did add a couple of uh, block shots as well. All right, let's wrap things up from the locker room with Jazz point guard Mike Conley. On a rhythm before the All-Star break, do you think this week off kind of hurt you guys? Um, you know, I, I don't think so. Overall, I think it'll be good. It was good for us. You know, a lot of guys needed that. Um, but, you know, it's two tough, two tough games, you know, coming off the break and um, teams that you know, one of the Spurs and, and Houston that we know um, we have history with that they were going to be tough coming in. So um, I, I just think that we, we just started a little bit slower, you know, than we probably liked. Um, we just got to find our rhythm a little bit earlier in games and and then try to, you know, limit them to, um, you know, tougher opportunities. I think everything became a little bit easier uh, as the game went on. Mike, being a good defensive team is hard. But are there a number of things that this team needs to do to make it easier on themselves to do some of the hard things? Well, yeah, I think individually we just got to continue to take the challenge uh, um, defensively because, um, you know, when, we, when we're locked in one-on-one, it, it doesn't require to help, you know, help other guys and, and rotations don't have to happen. And um, and we can, we're we capable of doing that. And, uh, and we've done it in a lot of games this season. And obviously this team is, is a little unique the way they play and, um, and you have to be willing, you know, they're going to make some tough shots, but continue to be aggressive with them, continue to be forceful um, and, and just try to, you know, fight every possession. Tonight was the fact that, that it was a unique matchup versus maybe effort, you know, that those, those sorts of things that maybe you guys can control more versus yeah. them being just a, a unique opponent. Yeah, um, you know, I think a lot of it is is what we can control, you know, just our effort and our ability to come out with a mindset that, you know, we will be the team to hit first and, and get every single loose ball, get every single rebound. Um, that's the kind of mindset we have to have. And, you know, we're not good enough to just walk into games and, 
and, and play lackadaisical and take possessions off. And, uh, and, and good teams like tonight will beat us. You know Harden and Westbrook, they're going to get their points. Is there anything you could have done differently, though, to maybe slow them down a bit tonight? Um, you know, I thought that uh, our game plan was, was similar to our last time we played them. And, um, and those guys are going to do what they do. I think a lot of the, the opportunities like Covington make some, made some big shots and Macklemore and um, Gordon and those guys, I think they made some timely baskets to kind of continue to push and stretch leads. Um, and those are the guys we got to kind of contain. And because, uh, you know, with Russ and Harden, it's, you can throw traps at them. You can do whatever you want, but um, they're going to get, you know, they're going to be aggressive. They're going to get to the free throw line. They're going to make plays. So, um, you know, I thought we, we, we did, did pretty good with our game plan. We just had to be you know, a little bit more forceful. Mike, it seemed like you guys got on a pretty good roll in the second quarter and then coming out of halftime, things, the wheels <coughs> kind of fell off. What changed at um, I think it was, it really was, you know, a lot of the things I've been talking about earlier, I think our, our effort in the third quarter was, and our energy was low uh, in the third quarter, I should say. I think we didn't come out with the same energy that we left the, the first half with. Um, the group that was in the game that in that second quarter really just you know got the crowd involved, pushed the tempo, uh, played defense, did all the things to kind of get us in the game. And, and when we came out in that third quarter, we just seemed to you know not have that same energy, and they took advantage of it. It seemed like you, it seemed like you were a little bit upset. I'm not trying to get you in trouble with some of the calls that were being made, or maybe the inequality of the calls versus maybe some of the plays that was Harden was making versus what you were doing. Is that true? Um, there were a few that I uh, thought that I did the same thing that James did or Russ did, and they got free throws, and we got to take it out on the side. So uh, it was frustrating, but that wasn't the reason, you know, that, that we lost. And I think, if anything, we we focused on it too much. I know I did in particular, just a little bit, got a little angry with that and um, lost a little bit of focus there, and that's on me. But uh, as a team, you know, we have to learn and keep moving forward and control what we control, and there's going to be nights like that, and, uh, and it's got to be better. Guys, that's Mike Conley. Let's go back to him. That was Mike Conley, 13 points, 7 assists, and 7 rebounds. The Jazz fall to the Rockets 120-110. to The Jazz back at it tonight. They take on the Phoenix Suns at Vivint Smart Home Arena. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. There's the best of the post-game show. When we come back... Mark Pope, BYU basketball coach after the big win over Gonzaga. Take the zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of the zone as well as podcast editions of every show. From Salt Lake to Shanghai, Provo to Portugal, or Ogden to Oslo, wherever you go, we'll tag along. Let's go. Download the new Zone app by searching Zone Sports Network wherever you shop for apps. It's the Zone Sports Network app. From 97.5, 1280, The Zone, and The Zone Sports Network. Good morning, DJ and PK. It's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Well, BYU takes down Gonzaga. Consider their ticket punched. It's all about seeding now. Beat Pepperdine. Uh, then they'll be the two seed. I, I think they'll be the two seed even if they lose to Pepperdine, but I don't think they'll lose to Pepperdine. They better not lose to Pepperdine. Uh, <clears throat> Santa Clara, or excuse me, St. Mary's has to go to Gonzaga. And if they lose theirs, we all expect they will. That will make BYU the two seed. So uh, Cougars ought, ought to get uh, a win over Pepperdine and then get nine days to get ready for a semifinal, presumably against St. Mary's. Uh, they are in great shape right now. Mark Pope, um, man, 
he has put together a heck of a season. It'll be interesting to see what teams come after him, how much they want to throw at him, how much does BYU want to invest in him to keep him. Is that even possible? That's all stories for another day. Right now, here's Mark Pope at the podium after the win over Gonzaga. So, I'm super happy. Um, you, you, like, it just doesn't happen like this, you know? Um, and I'm talking specifically about these boys, these 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 young men, these fine young men. Um, they they um, you know you, you can chronicle go each guy, the guys that like made some extraordinary commitment to stay, the guys that made extraordinary commitments to come back, the guys that suffered through uh, a lot of people, even themselves, not necessarily thinking that that it could ever feel right or be right or be what they thought it was going to be at some point and. They just kind of dug in and and kept battling for four years or five years or six years, and um, and then they kind of set the table with with a, a summer that was uh, really demanding and difficult and five weeks of two a days and and. Um, and every single morning waking up and trying to fight their own personal agenda so that they could sacrifice for this team. And then a lot of times you do all that stuff and you don't get that senior night. But these guys did tonight. It's just it's extraordinary. I'm so happy for them. And um, it's, it's, really, it's actually really humbling because it just doesn't work like this a lot, but it worked like this for this crew, man. And uh, I hope that all 18,000 of us in there and everybody that watched on TV got to see something they'll never forget because it's one of those really special moments in sports and not going to be our last. But, man, it's really special, and I'm happy with these guys. I mean that's fun. that's like a fun like thing on the list a thousand miles down right I mean I just think about you think about these young men right I mean you've you, I'm grateful for you guys for chronicling their stories throughout the season so people can know them but you know we get to sit in the office when things are going bad when the room is full of doubt um, when guys are really conflicted and torn up and wondering if they've made the right decision and when it's dark, when it's hard, right? And then these guys fought through that every day and then they're, they're on a trajectory. They, they've already accomplished so much that will mean something to them for their lives and I think we still have a ton left in the, in the tank. And so I think that's what this is about, right? This is about these extraordinary young men and them coming together for each other and, and the fact that me and and all of you and everybody in there just gets to witness it. It's pretty awesome. What was the scene like in the locker room? It was very quiet and reserved, and um, <laughs> it was it was the same as it was on the court after the game. You know, um, it's just happy. What does this reveal, Mark, about your program? Um, I, I don't know. You know, program is probably too big for me to talk about. Like, you know, we live in a we kind of live in every moment. And so I, I, my whole life right now is in these guys right now. Um, so I don't know about pro program trajectory. I just know that, like, you know, uh, you, could f you could be in this business for, for 50 years and not get that night with all the lead up 
it was into it with the whole years lead up and the four years lead up. You could do that and never get this night. And these guys got it. And so I, I, I don't know about any broader picture things, but that just makes me happy. I mean, the only thing it means for our program is we got to get up tomorrow and we got to work our rear ends off. I mean, that's just that's the nature of the, the program. But but this is a special moment. I hope they breathe in a little bit tonight. Which before the season, you have the rock practice storming the court. Well, it's a storybook, right? I mean, there's a lot of storybook stuff so far this season. Like it's, you know, I mean, I shouldn't tell you these guys, but sometimes you try and, you know, you try and speak things into existence, and most of the time it doesn't work, and every once in a while it does, and those moments are great. And, um, this rock is amazing. Come on. I mean, is it happening anywhere else in America? Did that happen anywhere else in America this weekend where kids slept out for two nights in 30-degree weather, you know, to, to, to come to a game? Like, it's, it's pretty extraordinary. Um, and um, so I don't have any idea if I answered your question. I'm sorry. Coach, did you have uh, five players that did more than three fouls in the game? Yeah. Well, I was concerned about a bunch of stuff. Uh, clearly, I was concerned about fouls. And going into the game, I was really concerned about fatigue, just the emotional fatigue of the deal. And, you know, TJ and, and uh, Jake they, they just didn't care, right? I mean, how beautiful. Like, what a beautiful storyline for Jake. He's bleeding 30 seconds into the game. And the whole rest of the game, he just had this big gash on his cheek, just like, I'm the toughest dude in the world, right? So fun. And... Uh, but, but our bigs did a great job. You know, I'll tell you what, I mean, there's so many guys. Uh, this Kobe Lee was so extraordinary on defense in the first half. Like, extraordinary. Like, I'm giving him an A++ for his effort as a first year really in the rotation player going against probably the best front line in America. And he was unbelievable. His feet were so active. And um, Gavin Baxter, I mean, you guys don't want to hear me tell those stories, but... Gavin Baxter, you know, I fought with him for four months and two weeks trying to talk him out of coming back. And he's like, no, I am coming back to help this team. And if Gavin Baxter doesn't come back, we don't get that night. We don't get this night. We just can't do it. We just didn't have the bodies. And um, you think about that. Like, he, he came back. He didn't – there was no guarantee he was going to get tonight or this team was going to get tonight. But he came back just with faith and just wanting so much to help his team. And then we get to have tonight, right? So, uh, Zach Selyus was unbelievable. Uh, I mean, come on. How great was Zach Selyus tonight? And this, you know, this, you know, I mean – I was the worst NBA player ever in the history of the NBA, so I probably don't have a lot of street cred talking about this, but how is Yoli Childs not going to be a pro? Are you kidding me? That's the best front line in America right now. And this kid just put on a show, 28, 10, three assists, one turnover, two steals, a block, 12 for 19 from the field. In, a, in, a, in an unbelievable environment. So we, I mean, we could talk about every single guy on the roster. When you mentioned Zach, you, you remember him early on, years and years ago. He came out of high school as a three-point marker. Yeah. I mean, what kind of just ridiculous uh, transformation is that to then yeah. go up against Killian Tilly and yeah, I mean, he just, he was, you know, I just, I can picture him. It's always in the second half, so it's always away from me on the defensive end. It's always, so I'm always looking down the court, and Zach is in there, like, fighting for rebounds and loose balls and just making plays, and um, he's just a winner, you know, if you, and if you, you know, and he's being rewarded for it, right? 
if, and and that's the I think that's one of the interesting things about trying to coach today is is how do you how do you help young players see Zach Selyus and see that that's winning basketball? That's a real challenge. And, you know, I'm grateful for all the young guys on this team that they get to watch him and they get to watch Dalton Nixon because that's winning basketball. You want a gym like that on your senior night? Play like those guys do because this Zach Selyus doesn't hold anything back. Like, he doesn't. He gives his – he's given his whole heart and soul and sacrificed so much for this team. He came in as a three-point marksman and it's just not his role on this team. I mean, he's still banging shots for us, but he's just – decided I'll do whatever it takes and it's uh, I, I love him man so much yeah I mean I, I don't know I, I mean I you know adult I, I mean I'm torn like I, I, I don't want to be sh- you know coach few is the best coach in this business and Gonzaga is probably the best program in America right now and and I have so so much respect so you always get nervous about like messing with things at the end of a game but you know Dalt has just been the heart and soul for us and I, I don't know I just want him to, I want him to be able to walk on the floor and get and, and have people be able to show their appreciation for just a second Dalt was not happy because he's worked really hard on his uh, offensive efficiency his poise per possession and I made him take the turnover so he was not happy with me about that but he was happy about getting on the floor and we got to get him back man we got to get him back so hopefully it'll be soon one, one Yeah. Yeah. I mean, our guys were fighting. You know, um, you know, one of the things that I, you know, we're 12 minutes into the game, and Yoli Childs is breathing incredibly heavy and in a deep sweat, and he was playing so hard, and our guys were unanimously up and down, and. Um, if you want to have a chance to play with the best team in America, which I think the Zags are, if you want to have a chance to play with them, then you better play. You better be dialed in on every single possession. The guys really tried, man. They really, really tried tonight. What's been the biggest difference between the first half of the NCC play and now this? Um, I don't know. That's a hard question. Uh, the mixed results, and then you had that big speech talking about February being the month. Yeah. And it is, um, you know, I mean, it, it is. Like, it's so hard. I mean, this actually, it won 39, is that right? 39 road games in league, is that the right number? I think they'd won 39 straight. Somebody should check that. 38. So, I mean, they're so, they're unbelievable. Like, I don't know how they do it, right? He lost everybody is from team, and their culture is so good to come back and do this. And the reason I'm saying that is because it's so hard in this league. Um, it's just so hard. And, um, you know, we just played at San Diego, and, uh, and we had Santa Clara at home, and both those games were hard. And... Um, so you ask about the second half of the league. I mean, I think, you know, we talk about all the time, one of the great things about having a veteran team is that our guys understand it's hard every single night. And um, so that's probably been the best thing in the second half of the league is our guys have been emotionally fatigued and physically fatigued and banged up and changing lineups and guys getting hurt and they still dialed in enough to get the job done so far. I mean, we had a, you know, we, we, you know, we had a really, really uh, sobering setback at San Francisco, which is a really good team and a hard gym to play at, and the guys have responded really well since then. They got it down to two points. I mean, it was 70-68 after you had that big yeah. time. They had the momentum. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, one of the things that I'm so proud about this team with, and we've talked, I know I'm boring you guys with the same stuff, but it's a learning process, is that, you know, when we can make that transition from frustration to fight really fast, right? And so sometimes frustration, like there was a lot of frustration on the floor. Uh, I, I lost my mind about one thing in particular that I'm not going to talk about. And um, there was so much frustration and things weren't going right for us in a little bit of a stretch. And our guys are in the process of learning to be more consistent about taking that straight to fight, right? Because the longer you mess around in frustration, you know, that's when things get out of hand. And we've lived in frustration at times in the season, and we talk about it all the time, and I thought they were extraordinary right now. Uh, you know, come on. I mean, is there a bigger, bigger advantage in the world than, than that gym tonight, right? So, so they fed us. Like our student section and this arena fed us energy the whole night long. So, um, you know, uh, you know, it's it's, um, it's a hard place to visit and play, especially when it's like that, like it was tonight. So, um, you know, that helped us turn frustration to fight really fast. Also, how you feel this win set you guys up to trying trying to reach the goals that you guys have set this season? That at times you've said have been kind of scary. Yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, so I'm going to be a negative Nancy, but, um, you know, uh, losses you, you really stress out about because you have to find a way to get your guys back and wins you stress about because you've got to get your guys back. Right. Um, so and this was this this night. I mean, can you get more emotional than this night? Like if I was a better coach, like right after the game, I was told my guys to just relax. Right. And then, you know, because I'm not a great coach, I'm out there yelling like a freaking, you know, clown right but you know it's it's hard not to sell you know you don't want to miss that moment either but we have to recapture our guys and recapture our focus and help them remember that if if we're going to play you know saint catherine the blind on next friday it's going to be so hard it's going to be so hard and and that's that's what these guys have been so great ad about adopting all season and hopefully we can continue to do it hey mark just because i asked you guys this at the end there what is one word that you would use? No. I mean, you know why that makes me so happy? Because it means we have room to grow, right? I mean, you might think that we got it all covered, but then I got two guys saying, one guy saying fight and two guys saying toughness. <laughs> um, I, 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 let me think of the word, because there's a word floating around in my head. Um, I don't like you guys know so so I I don't want to sound overly dramatic but uh, this this deal tonight like not just tonight but everything that's led these guys to get here tonight is um, is it's it's just everything that's good about sport and you don't get it you're always chasing it and it's elusive and then once in a while you get it and it's really special. So you can choose one word out of that rambling sentence somewhere in there, but that's how I feel. Hey, you guys have been awesome. Thank you guys for being with us the whole way. I wish we had some more home games. We'll see you next year, okay? Thanks, guys. There's BYU basketball coach Mark Pope after the win over Gonzaga. When we come back, what is trending? All the headlines. Stay with us.